Busy Birds! Welcome to another episode of Mama Earth Talk. I'm your host, Maris Ganal. Realizing just how much waste we generate on a daily basis, I've set a personal goal not only to reduce, reuse, and recycle, but to also educate the world about sustainability and how each of us can help preserve our beautiful planet. Thanks for listening. Let's dig in. Did you know that in the US alone, they use around 500 million straws per day? Our guest today studied environmental management and sustainability at Harvard and spent four years working in waste management before becoming a straw veneer. She started a non-profit called Save the Mermaids that educate children on the harmful effects of single-use plastic. She's also the founder and CEO of Final Straw. Crazy birds, without any further ado, I would like to welcome Emma Rose Cohen. Thank you so much for having me. You're most welcome. How did your sustainable journey actually start? It's funny because I think everything that that we do on our life journey creates, you know, who we are. And I hadn't really thought about this question until after starting the company. And so I really started looking back, like, where did this really start for me? I definitely remember when I was little, I once didn't finish my my dinner and my dad took me aside and he said, you know, hey, there's there's people out there who aren't fortunate enough to have food on your plate. You shouldn't waste it. And so that thought really seeded into me as a, as a young child. And then the first business I ever started, I was seven years old and my sister and I went around to all the neighbor's trees around the neighborhood and picked up fallen fruit and then went and sold it at the farmer's market. So it's, it's funny to look in retrospect that like, you know, the first company I ever started was about waste minimization and, and utilizing, you know, existing resources and, and, um, yeah, I guess that's that's where it all really started. But from there, when I went to college, I studied neuroscience and was kind of going down a pre-med route and then went to school in Santa Barbara and the beaches were just so beautiful and amazing. And so one day my girls and I dressed up like mermaids and went and did a beach cleanup. It was amazing. By the end of you know the afternoon, we had an entire group with us and we were all having so much fun. And I think that's kind of where I started to realize that sustainability can be whatever you want to make of it. It doesn't just have to be, you know, this kind of traditional, maybe granola sort of tree hugging vibe. Like it can be fun. It can be exciting. It can be sparkly. And so that brand voice has really translated through to final. Oh, wow. What a journey. And I have to say, I've seen that mermaid outfit. It's pretty epic. (laughs) And I'm sure if anyone has seen the final straw like video that features in there as well. So definitely look out for that. You are actually the CEO and the founder of Final Straw. Can you tell our crazy birds a little bit more about that? Sure. So I used to work in waste minimization at Los Alamos National Laboratory. And it turns out that government work doesn't suit a mermaid. So I moved up to Canada to just be a ski bum and started thinking a lot about straws. I've had a fascination with straws for a very long time. I fondly refer to them as non-consensual plastic because it's an item that, you know, until now people didn't generally realize you just kind of 
got it with your beverage, whether you ask for it or not. So while I was up in Whistler and I had a little spare time, I started working on a collapsible travel straw and ended up launching on Kickstarter in April of 2018. And the campaign went viral and it was a huge success. And it really launched me on this journey of creating designs that reduce single-use plastic. I, I think a lot about the fact that, that humans are the only creatures in nature that, that create any waste. You know, no other animals do. Everything is circular. So that, that is by design. So if, if we as a society can design better things that are, you know, meant to last or meant to, to, you know, have different pieces of them replaced or meant to be recycled, the entire waste management infrastructure would change. Yeah, and I totally agree with you on those straws because it doesn't even matter whether you sometimes even ask for them. Listen, guys, no straw. It still comes with a straw. So I've been kind of sticking them up in my nose when I get them. Um, yeah, <laughs> just exactly. To, just to kind of, you know, tell them, listen, yeah. guys, really, like, the next I drink. I love that. Don't, don't put the straw. That. <laughs> That's good. That's good. So the whole restaurant looks at you a little bit weird. And yeah, it, it actually gives you an opportunity to just like say, yeah. guys, this could have been a turtle, but I yeah. can at least pull it out of my nose. So, um, so yeah, that always helps. Yep. But I mean, with your Kickstarter and by saying it's been a huge success, that's kind of a little bit, I think, of an <laughs> understatement because your goal was to raise about 12500 I think. And how much did you guys end up raising in like a few weeks? So in a one month campaign, we raised almost $2 million. Wow. That's it was massive. crazy. <laughs> still, still feels like a dream. How would you say or why would you say it's been really important for you to find solutions for single-use plastic items? The reason that we as a society use single-use plastic is because of convenience. Because it's so easy. It's just like you go to get some takeout food. You know, it's just quick. It's fast. There's no cleanup. You just throw everything away afterwards. But I think we are as a, you know starting to shift into getting more in touch with our waste. And so, you know, this idea that it just you throw something away, well, there is no mythical land of away. And so, you know, now there's so many photos of the Great Pacific Trash Gyre and, and you know, rivers full of plastic that, that people, you know, are really starting to shift their ideas around what away means. And, and ultimately, all of those items are, are opportunity materials. So I look at them as what can we do as a company to, to shift this? What is, there is a huge opportunity here because, all of those materials, they have value. So, you know, the plastic plates, the plastic bowls, and, and yet we throw them away as if they don't. So what can I do to create items that, that feel like they have a real inherent value and then people will want to use them over and over and over and, you know, love them? Like, like you know, I have my water bottle here and it's like, I feel naked without it. If I go out without my water bottle, I'm just like, feel like I'm missing something. And so, you know, if you design beautiful things, people, people will love them. It will make an, the experience way better um, versus like, you know, eating off of a single use plastic fork when it like breaks in your mouth. And and so that's really what we're trying to do is just design better things that last forever. And the second part of what we're doing is upholding, um, you know, extended manufacturer responsibility. And so what that means is that every single product that we create at final lasts a lifetime or we fix it. So, you know, a lot of most things that we use in our daily lives aren't designed to be la to last forever. You know, our iPhones, our clothes, all of these things, 
that you use a few times and then, you know, you either throw it away or, you know, try and recycle it. But we're, we're trying to change that. And, and if it, it's a greater idea that if all companies took responsibility for the products that they produced, like if Coca-Cola was like, we take responsibility for cleaning up all of this trash that we produce because Coca-Cola is the number one plastic polluter in the world. Um, it would, it would shift things. They would start designing, you know, bottles that are easier to recycle or, or, you know, better for the consumer. Definitely. And I mean, it's, it's that resource that it actually takes to make the item as well. You know, if you just think like with a plastic water bottle that it takes about three times the amount of water to make than it actually holds, then we just throw it away. And like you've mentioned, you know, I would love to hear more about people thinking where this away is because, you know, it's either the environment, very seldomly a recycling facility, probably end up in, in a landfill somewhere. And so that's really where a way is. It's not some magic fairies or mermaids that come and pick up your trash at night. So it definitely needs to go somewhere. So you've mentioned with the straw and what exactly is it made of? The final straw comes in a recycled plastic case. And then the straw itself is made from stainless steel with a silicone tubing. So it's got nice soft tips on each side. And then additionally, the straw comes with a little cleaning brush so you can clean it on the go. But how easy is it to clean it? You just like push it through and... Yeah. That's it? Yeah. So the, the cleaning brush is quite easy to use and you just basically stick it in each side, give it a little scrub, a little soap and water. It's also dishwasher safe. So you can just throw it in with your plates and, and bowls and stuff. Oh, wow. That, well, that sounds like pretty easy to do. And I mean, it comes <laughs> in this like really handy case that you can pop on Cute to your key, key ring. And yeah, so you can basically now suck responsibly. I mean, if you can remember your keys, you can <laughs> sure as hell remember your straw. <laughs> exactly. And that's really what we're trying to do. How can we make this more convenient and then also a better experience? You know, like I went through so many different shapes for the tip of the straw so that it just like, felt really nice. And if you want to chew on it, you can chew on the ends. Um, they are made from platinum silicone. So they, they are hard to destroy. I've tried. <laughs> oh, really? Because that's one of the things that I was thinking about, you know, you, um, if you sometimes look at just like single use plastic straws after a drink or two, you know, some people just like chew on it the whole time. So would you say with the silicone, if it really gets like, is there people that has issues that has totally chewed it off or stuff I like have that? never seen a return due to chewing except for a dog. Oh, okay. <laughs> and I will say that dogs can absolutely chew your straw. Sometimes my dog will chew up a straw. So not dog proof, but um, as far as I've ever seen, never had a human uh, chew problem. <laughs> wow, that's amazing. You've said also with the, the whole life cycle of the product, because that for me is so important because I like to kind of pre-cycle before I actually purchase. So I yeah. would want to know, how do I recycle this at the end of the life? It could last mm -hmm. 10 years, 20 years, five years. I don't know, some products last a few days. But how, how do I actually recycle the straw at the end of its life? Yeah. So, I mean, you brought up a really good point earlier that just because you put something in the recycling bin doesn't mean it actually gets recycled. 
the stats on that really range, but I've seen anywhere as low as like 30% of what you actually put in the recycling bin gets recycled. So, you know, technically all of the pieces except for the the straw could go in your recycling. But as a company, we have a take back program. So if you are done with your straw or it has a defect or anything, mail it back to us and then we reconstitute those materials. That's great to know. And if someone maybe, I don't know, lose their straw, is it easy to get a replacement as well? Well, you can buy one. (laughs) We don't. uh, Unfortunately, our lifetime guarantee uh, does not cover loss because, yes, people lose their straws all the time. And and that's, um, you know, a total bummer. But, you know, maybe one of these days we'll put a little tracking device on it so you can always know where your straw is. (laughs) Awesome. So but they, they can buy it loose. They don't have to buy the whole container. Exactly. We sell all the pieces separately. So if you lose something or anything happens, or maybe you just want a new case, you know, to go with a different outfit or whatever, we sell all the pieces separately. Awesome. And you also sell it in a few different colors or two different colors or no, a few. <laughs> I can't yeah, remember yeah, how many. Got, I think seven colors. Wow. There's sea turtle, shark butt gray, healthy coral, arctic melt blue, pirate's booty black, And then we do like, okay, so there's five colors and then we will do like different releases for holidays and stuff. Okay, awesome. And the actual straw itself, that also comes in different colors. Yes. So that comes in silver and rainbow and gold and black. Oh, awesome. So the rainbow is perfect for any mermaids out there that (laughs) that would love to have a straw. I actually don't have a rainbow here at my desk, but they are really pretty <laughs> oh wow well that that sounds yeah. pretty epic so guys if you <laughs> if you need some straws do go check it out I'm definitely going to link everything up but what would you say is next for final straw yeah so we've got so many cool projects that we're working on it's so exciting to expand beyond the straw we've been a straw company for almost two years now and it's developing products takes time and I really want to create a product that people use, because ultimately, if we're making something that people aren't using and it doesn't work for them, then we're not solving the problem. The whole point is to reduce waste. So um, we've got a lot of really fun things. Um, Right now, we actually have a Kickstarter running for Final Wipe. So Final Wipe is a antimicrobial reusable cloth that comes in a really cute container. There's a home one and then also travel. And you can either use it dry to replace like paper towels, napkins, even toilet paper if you have a bidet, or can add a sanitizing solution and then use it as a wet wipe. So we came up with this product, you know, as a result of what's going on in the world right now and, and decided, you know, thought, what, what are people wasting a lot of right now? And what, what could be something that could really help people minimize their waste? So that's how we came up with Final Wipe. It's on Kickstarter right now. If you want to check it out, that is a pre-order campaign. We also are working on a fork and a spork and a smoothie or boba straw. So those will all be coming out in the next three months. Wow, that sounds amazing. I'm super excited about that. And I mean, for me, yes, it's so important to purchase once and to purchase well. And I think also hinge your name, like, you know, the final, it's the final (laughs) one that you have to buy. The fact that you guys do a lot to, you know, with your programs that you actually take back items. So that for me also gives more confidence with a specific company just to know that 
You know, they're not going to give me a really bad product because they are going to take it back. And which company wants to be sit with, you know, thousands of products after receiving it? So, yeah. Absolutely. It's, It's funny because, you know, we get approached by a lot of investors and they're always like, okay, so what's your business model? And I'm like, we sell them one thing and then they never have to buy it again. And the investors are like, wait, then how are you going to make money? And it's like, don't worry, we'll figure it out. Um, but you know, it's, it's such a different way of running a business to, to make something that is so high quality that you back it for life. And that really is what we need more of in the world to get more companies to be responsible for what they create, to be responsible that every dollar that they're making as a company, it's not costing, you know, a taxpayer, you know, six times as much to clean up that trash, to, you know, get that recycling dealt with or whatever. Exactly. And I think more companies is starting to do that. And I think, you know, in, I don't know, maybe a few years time down the line, I think if companies don't do that, they will hopefully be in the minority. So that's my kind of hope and goal. (laughs) Absolutely. It's, it's definitely shifting. You see a few years ago, companies didn't even have sustainability departments. And now, you know, every single large corporation has a sustainability department, you know, and, and those departments, they don't even only need to look at the sustainability. You know, when I was working at the lab for four years, the entire department of waste minimization, we were looking at return on investment. So it was, we made financially based decisions to, you know, install infrastructure to minimize waste. So that meant, you know, maybe putting a million dollars up front, but in three years, that's going to get paid back. And then all of a sudden you're saving all this money. So sustainability has so many benefits in that, you know, it's not, it's not just about preserving the earth, which I think is first and foremost, the most important thing, but it also can be, have huge economic benefits. Exactly. Yeah. I couldn't have agree with, I couldn't agree with you anymore. That's amazing. Emma, just back on, on your straw as well. Cause there's one thing that, that I just wanted to mention as well for our crazy birds out there. How can people actually know that the final straw that they are buying is a final straw? Because I mean, you guys were massive on Kickstarter. It took some time for you to actually bring out the final straw. And when it came out, there was just like so many copies. And, you know, if if you think you're buying a final straw and it breaks within a day or two, then you might yeah. not have a final straw. <laughs> Definitely not a final straw. <laughs> <laughs> so how can people actually know that they're buying it from the right source or that it is actually a final straw? Yeah, that's a great question. So, you know, just a little backstory on that. When we launched on Kickstarter, all I had was an idea and a really MacGyvered prototype. So, you know, it sort of worked, but but then when we went on Kickstarter, it was like, you know, I, I only had a very brief moment to celebrate because then all of a sudden I was like, oh, wow, I have to make 100,000 straws and I have literally zero idea how to do that. So, uh, <laughs> like none. <laughs> so we ended up finding a manufacturer, you know, worked on the design, but while we were doing all of that, the straw, all of the information that we put on the internet got completely copied. And within weeks of us closing the Kickstarter, they were already shipping out fakes of the final straw. We just got completely demolished. You know, it it really made me realize like how many times I've gone on Amazon and supported a knockoff and like 
what that does to small businesses. And so, it, you know, it, I'm, I'm grateful in that it brought the awareness to me because I think we've all purchased knockoffs before. But to answer your question, the final straw is is much more distinct now. It is the only one that comes with a telescoping cleaning brush and can be found on our website, which is final.co. Yeah. So guys, if you want to buy a final straw, make sure it's the right one. Yeah. <laughs> you've, please. You've, you've probably received quite a few inquiries well, of people like, oh, my final straw broke. I thought it's not ever going to break. All the time. You know, it's it's gotten so much better because we did bring on a legal team to enforce our intellectual property because it is a patented product. But at the beginning, it was horrible. I mean, people were just so furious with us because the you know, the whole mission of the company is to reduce waste and these knockoffs are just junk. And so they oh. break in a couple of days and then people end up throwing them away. And so we would just get these horrendous messages from customers who are furious. And I mean, rightfully so. Like if I was the customer, I would be upset too. But the problem was that they were just buying the knockoffs and they're, you know, really low quality. Who knows what kind of, you know, social or environmental protocols the factories follow you know, you're putting this item in your mouth. So you really want to be careful and, you know, putting in your beverages as to like what it's made out of, which is why, you know, we only use super high quality materials, whereas the knockoffs could have lead or any other sort of contamination because they don't get any sort of uh, testing done. Wow. So that's definitely something to consider <laughs> the next time you want to buy a knockoff on whichever platform it is. So Crazy Birds, Highly recommend you guys check out the real thing and not just a fake that looks like it. But I mean, for me, it just kind of show like as your whole Kickstarter was starting and I saw all of these fakes coming up, I was like, well, you know what? Now you actually know you've got a really, really awesome product that everyone wants to copy. Yeah. You know, anyone who says uh, flattery is the best form of imitation has never been knocked off because... Oh man, it it literally felt like someone was just going into my house and like robbing me every day. Wow. It just felt so violating. You know, they were using pictures of me, pictures of my team, all of our original work. And it was just like, oh my God, they, one website even had a photo of my dog on it. <laughs> oh my goodness. Wow. Yeah. They really did their homework. <laughs> yeah. Well, she's, she's on our team page. She's the professional snuggler of the team. So, you know, she attends all all work meetings. <laughs> so cute. Just something real quick. I I just want everyone, you know, out there to to take a quick assessment of the trash that you throw away on a daily basis. This is how I've been able to really identify materials in my own life that I'm able to remove from my waste stream. So I kind of brought up paper towels, but that's one that's huge. If you have a family with a lot of kids, like there's a really good chance, like you're just using a ton of paper towels, which I get. I, I mean, I don't because I don't have kids, but I have a dog and she's dirty. But, you know, cutting up old T-shirts works really well as an alternative. And, you know, when you go grocery shopping, I know things are crazier now than normal. But to buy in bulk or to buy, you know, fresh produce that isn't wrapped I always recommend doing this kind of trash survey and just looking through, like, what am I throwing away? Oh, did I need to throw that away? Is there some way I could change what I'm buying or, you know, how I'm using it so that I could throw away less stuff? And yeah, you'd be amazed. And it actually makes your life way easier. You don't have to take out the trash as much. And, and it just kind of becomes the new normal. Exactly. I 
And I've just recently, and Crazy Birds, if you go on my Instagram account, you'll see there's like a bin audit form that you can download yeah. that can help you. Perfect. And just put it by the bin and see actually what it is that you throw away. Because, I mean, we throw away, and I'm putting this in like air yeah. quotes, because it just happens so naturally. We just go to the bin and we place it in the bin and it's away, but it's not really. It's still in your bin until you take it out. And I just love the fact that I haven't taken out the trash in like a few years. That's been amazing. And it just starts with little steps. So, you know, start with a bin audit and see what is the stuff that you use most of. And, you know, see if you can't get a final item that can replace that and, you know, that you can use again and again and you won't have to throw it out ever again. Exactly. I love it. You've already got the form and everything ready for them. (laughs) Cool. Well, I'm definitely going to link that up as well in the show notes so you guys can have easy access to it. And Emma, what has been one of your most important decisions that you've made around Mama Earth? I mean, I think that dedicating my professional career to conserving and supporting what we already have, that's obviously, you know, it's my life's work. Personally, I make a lot of smaller commitments as well. You know, I never use single-use plastic bags or bottles. Um, There's like this one coconut drink I've always wanted to try, but it's in plastic. And so I never have. And it's okay because, you know, that's the commitment that I make. It's amazing. And yeah, it starts with with small things. Then you can just take it through, through your whole life. Now we are going to move into our final five. The first one is, what is one social media account or publication that you follow? Plastic Free Friday. Oh, awesome. We'll definitely check that out. What is your hope for Mama Earth going forward? I hope that everyone realizes our connection to the earth. We are, you know, made of the same elements. The earth is us. We are the earth. The health of the earth is our health. There is no separation And once you really feel that connection on a deep level, the intrinsic motivation to to help the earth and to live in concert with it just comes naturally. And what advice can you give our crazy birds this week to help out Mama Earth? So I figured out a little life hack on how to not use single-use bags now that most grocery stores are requiring you not bring in your reusable bag as a result of covid So what I do is I just put all the groceries back into my cart and then wheel it out to my car and then load the groceries into my bag at my car. So life hack. (laughs) Awesome handy tip because, yeah, obviously with COVID at the moment, you know, a lot of people are feeling quite sad that they can't use their reusable coffee mug or reusable bag. So that's a great hack. I'm definitely going to use that (laughs) one as well. I've I've been just doing the self-checkout and just like putting it in my bag. So that's helped as well. So yeah, yeah. if you, if any of the listeners do that hack, please tag me on Instagram so I can repost. We're really trying to like spread this movement. And my personal Instagram is Emma Sirena which is S-I-R-E-N-A. And what is one sustainability fact that you like to use in a room with people not yet on a sustainable journey? So this is a good one because a lot of websites you'll see will say like it takes 400 years for a a plastic water bottle to biodegrade or some, some number around that. Those are wrong. Plastic never goes away. Never, ever, ever, ever. So instead of biodegrading like most organic objects do, 
plastic photodegrades. So when it's exposed to tiny bits of light, plastic breaks down into lots of tiny little pieces that then, you know, either get consumed by fish or, you know, whatever the environment is. And, and what happens when they go into fish is it bioaccumulates. So that means it magnifies up the food chain. So we eat the fish and all the plastic that's in its belly. Wow. That's one of the main reasons I stopped eating fish. <laughs> so you, you're basically just digging into plastic, which just scares me. And it's so frightening to know how much plastic is out there in the ocean and that these poor animals are just trying to find food, but then indulge on plastic instead. Yeah. They, they are just trying to go out and get a snack and instead they get a wrapper. And Emma, where can people actually find you and all the final products? Yeah. So if you like silly environmental memes, definitely check out our Instagram page at Final Straw. Same on Facebook and Twitter. And then me personally, I am at Emma Sirena, which is Sirena Mermaid in Spanish. S-I-R-E-N-A. Awesome. Cool. Well, Emma, thank you so much for all the work that you guys are doing and the amazing products. I really appreciate it. And thanks for being on the podcast. Totally. Thanks so much for having me. You're most welcome. And that's a wrap. Thank you so much for listening. You can find the show notes for this episode at mamaearthtalk.com. Follow at Design by Mariska on Instagram or email hello at mamaearthtalk.com. And let me know if there's a topic you'd like me to talk about. I love hearing from all you crazy birds. New episodes are uploaded every Monday. Make sure you subscribe so you don't miss anything. Mama Earth has a voice and it's us crazy birds. <laughs>